Hello, frenzies, and welcome back to episode 37. I almost said 77. What? No, not quite there yet. Settle your horses down, whimsical teacher. <laughs> Anyways, uh, today's episode of Healthy Teacher, Happy Teacher is going to be all about kind of knowing when it's time to move on in your personal life or career or like, you know, how, like we always say we want to live our best life, but what does that really mean? And why doesn't it happen every day? Because <laughs> I always think about people's social media posts and they're always posting like pictures on the beach or hanging out somewhere fun on the weekends. And they're like living my best life. But the truth is, most people aren't living their best life every day. And I think it's because sometimes we just don't know when to move on. We don't know when to take a risk, a chance to do something new. And that's what I wanted to explore in this episode. So let's get on with it. Are you feeling a little burnt out and exhausted this school year? Healthy Teacher, Happy Teacher podcast is here to get you through the hard weeks. We will be tackling tough topics while addressing self-care tips and tricks to help you live your best life. I'm your host, Jessica Martin, a coffee-drinking teacher and tech coach working on my own health journey as I pursue happiness in my teacher life. I am so happy you're here with me today, and I can't wait to share all the things with you. Let's get on with the show. Okay, frenzies, before we start, I just wanted to thank you for hanging out with me today. And if you ever get a chance and you ever feel like it, um, I'd love it if you could leave me a review on iTunes. It's like the number one way you could tell someone thank you for putting out some content that maybe made your day or made you think a little deeper about something. So that would be awesome. I normally read uh, a review, but I feel like I'm just going to give it a break this week. <laughs> The today, this month. I don't even know. But um, I love reading my reviews. And it's it's just, I don't know. It's like these little presents that like I open again and again. They only take you like a minute or two to write, but then I see them forever. <laughs> and it's just nice. It's like getting a note from a student and you save that note in a little scrapbook or something. It's kind of cheesy, but it really does mean a lot to me. So with that, let's start this episode. Okay, frenzies, welcome back to episode 37 of Healthy Teacher, Happy Teacher. Today's episode, um, I've been thinking about this a lot lately in my own personal life and just while talking with friends. And it's just like this whole idea of like living our best life. What does that even mean? What does it even look like? And only we can define it, right? Like nobody else can tell us what our best life looks like. But I think we all sort of secretly have an idea of what our ideal life would look like. And maybe a few of you out there are living your ideal life. But I feel like most of us are kind of being held back by, I don't know, by thoughts, by our own thoughts that maybe we can't do those things someday, or we don't know how to do those things. They're definitely limiting thoughts for sure. Like we limit ourselves for how how far we go in our own life, right? And I think most people can agree with that, that like, well, what's holding you back? And everyone will usually say, well, money or this or that or that or that or that or that. But there are, you know, people who have figured out how to make lots of money. And there's people who have figured out these other loops and hoops and bumps and jumps that you need to do to get to where you want to be. So I think it's just kind of interesting to sort of analyze this as teachers. I know when I'm talking to my friends and they're really upset about their jobs, they usually sort of hate the situation that they're in or something like that. Like 
maybe it's the school they're at or the grade level they're teaching or the you know population of people that they're working with. Um, maybe they're like, I have a few friends that work in super teeny tiny little towns and there's like a lot of weird good old boy politics um, surrounding some of the decisions in those towns. And it just, education can be a really frustrating place depending where you are. I have friends that work in giant districts and they have like really strict rules, you know, and then I have friends that work in these teeny tiny little districts with not a lot of rules, but some other challenges. I'll just leave it at that. (laughs) So I always, when I'm talking to my friends about like, why they're hating their lives so much. I always remind them that education is the type of profession that is really cool because you can easily move on the next year. Like you can pretty easily, once you're in the system, right? Like once you get that first teaching job and you have some experience under your belt, you can kind of start to move around. Like the more experience you get, the easier it is to move around to different districts, states, cities, however, you know, your educational world is organized. You can hop around. And I mean, maybe some places are really, really hard, but most teachers I talk to have the ability to move from school to school, district to district. They're not like tied down to one place for 10 years. So I think that's really key to understanding what could make us happier because so many people I talk to, they just, it's usually their coworkers or their boss. They hate their coworkers or they hate their boss or they hate kind of the school environment or the school culture. And they've given it a chance and they've tried to change things and it's not working. And, but then there's some limiting belief that's keeping them in their position. And I've been there too. You know, I've thought, well, it's just really hard getting a new job. I don't want to go through the application process. I don't want to look for references. I don't want to dig up all this information on myself. Like it's sort of a big pain looking for new jobs. But when you're unhappy, sometimes that is the easiest fix for you, right? Like just go somewhere new, like try out a different grade level, try out a different school, you know, find that admin in an interview that you actually click with, like talk to other people in your town, go on, I go on this message board called city, city data all the time. And you can go on there and just say, Hey, I am a teacher looking to move to this city, or I live in this city. And I want the scoop on, you know, where the coolest schools are. And people will come on there and say, Oh my gosh, I will tell you the best schools here. Or I will tell you my favorite places to work, or I will tell you the admins that I like working with. I mean, people will message you on there and tell you anything you want to know. So it's not like the world isn't your oyster with the internet. You can literally find out anything you want. You can find out where that dream principal is working or where your dream school is. And everybody has a different definition. So I don't want you to start thinking like, oh, what is, what is she talking about? Is she talking about like working in a rich and fancy place? You know, it's not always like that. Like we all have an idea of a school we'd like to work at. And a lot of times it's just the people there and the vibe of the school. And sometimes it's hard to find those places unless you really let your fingers do the walking on the internet and you start to snoop and you start to investigate, right? So anyway, this whole thought process came up. I was watching one of my buddies, Mud and Ink Teaching. Her name is Amanda Cardenas. She is, um, she has two little babies at home and she's a high school English teacher. And she was just talking about her life and how 
you know, her entire 20s, pretty much, she dedicated her career to this one school. And she just like kind of got in this mindset that, you know, like she, this school was her family, right? Like she had a school family and that she didn't really want to leave it and that the school needed her. And she made, you know, she filled up a lot of important holes at that school. And you start to get in this mindset where like, well, if I'm not here to do these things, who's going to do them? And the answer is, somebody else. Somebody else is always going to do the things that you've been doing. So sometimes we put ourselves on this pedestal thinking like that we're so important because we filled all of these gaps at our school. Like who would do this and who would do that? And I started this program and I, I coach for this team and I started doing this and I'm the only one that brings donuts on Fridays. Who's going to bring donuts on Fridays? I mean, you really do start to, because, and I, I don't think it's because we're we're like big headed uh, or pig headed for that matter. I don't think that it's because we're like that as teachers. I think it's because we're, we work alone so much. Like we don't really work around other adults throughout the day. Like we're around children and a lot of us have to give our own like self kudos, right? Like we don't have people coming in the room all day saying, Hey, good job. We don't have people looking at every single lesson we make. I mean, some people only see their principal a couple times a year. So we have to kind of like, you know, in volunteering or being voluntold to do certain things that we kind of become the leaders of at our school. You know, we, we have to give ourselves a pat on a, on the back for doing those things because we know how much time they're taking. We know we're not getting paid that much to do them. So, but sometimes I think we kind of like blow up our own ego a little bit. Like, wow, look at what I've done here. And we have to do that to survive. But then it becomes a major roadblock when we want to move on, right? Because we're thinking, well, who else is going to do this? And I mean, I've, I've had so many, like social media has given me the privilege of meeting so many different kinds of people. And I've had, I've heard the same story again again and again. Well, you know, I built up this classroom at this school and I I did all these grants and I started this program and they really need me here. I'm like, I'm the only one that will be, you know, the coach of the underwater basket weaving team. I'm just throwing in a random sport, but you know what I mean? Like I'm the only one that will do this one activity with the kids. I'm the only one that this family trusts with this information. Like I'm the only one that can handle kids with these problems. And you just kind of get this weird, and it is kind of a martyr mentality of that you're the only one in the world that can do these things. And it's kind of a survival thing, right? Because if you're not telling yourself these things, then you'd probably feel really dumpy for doing some of them, right? Like if you weren't congratulating yourself all the time, who would be thanking you? Not many people, right? So, but I think it kind of gets us into this weird cycle of routine and being stagnant and not really wanting to move on because look at what we've built and we get confused with something. And this is something that my buddy Amanda was saying on Mud and Ink Teaching. She was like, you know, you start to confuse your school family, like with your real family, like your real family, your blood family, they're going to be there the rest of your life. But your school family is very temporary. That is the way it's built. They're not going to be there on your deathbed for you, you know, and so you need to start putting your priorities back in your real family. And I just love that concept. And I think when you do that, it'll be so much easier to move on if you have to.
Okay, frenzies, I hope this little mini episode resonated with you. It's just been something that's been on my mind lately. And I don't know, I have a lot of conversations with a lot of different kinds of people. And usually when we get to the root of what's really bothering them, it's that they have this limiting belief that they can't leave their school for X, Y, or Z reasons, you know, like, well, I just can't leave because of this. And, you know, you always have to give up something to open new doors for yourself. Like, for instance, I really love my last school that I was at. I I loved it there. It was fantastic, but I was commuting 50 miles a day and I wanted more time back in my personal life. And so I made the choice to leave that school that I totally loved and take a chance on a new school. And is it the same vibe? Is it the same environment? No, but I'm getting those minutes back in my day. And it's just like, sometimes you need to make the better choice for your family and not necessarily like where you feel, you know, the most comfortable or stuck in your routine. And if you're unhappy somewhere, I mean, that is very telling that you need to move on. You need to go somewhere else. There's stop making excuses of why you need to stay at this one place. And I know in some states, the pay varies so much. But like, you can't put a price tag on your own happiness, right? Like you have to stop putting a price tag and saying like, well, I would take a, this, this amount of decrease in pay if I go to this district where I may be a lot happier. I mean, is your happiness really worth an extra four or 5,000 a year? I don't think it is. I don't think you can really put a price and quantify how happy you are. So I don't know. I just say stop making excuses. If you're unhappy, go to a new school. I know it's easier said than done, but this is the kind of profession where you can literally just switch schools every single year. And I mean, I don't know, maybe it's not the answer for everyone, but maybe some of you have been holding yourselves back because you're looking for some some sort of permission out there in the world. And you're the only one that can give yourself the permission to move on or change. So do it. Okay, frenzies, I hope that this episode helps somebody out there. And until next time, take care of yourself. So long. You've just finished listening to Healthy Teacher Happy Jet. <laughs> Happy Jessica, what? (laughs) Oh no, I don't know how to stop.